Have you completed your spring cleaning yet? I have to ask though, did you remember to include your finances? You might be thinking, Jen, just getting organized is already a challenge. How can I possibly add finances to the mix? Surprisingly, it's easier than you imagine. Stay tuned and I'm going to share with you exactly how. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. A quick note before we get started, this episode is also available in Spanish. So if you want to share the Spanish version or listen to it yourself, you can find it right along where you found this episode. April marks the beginning of Financial Literacy Month, and it is the start of spring. Okay, the start of spring is questionable, and maybe it's stuck in that loading loop, right? (laughs) Depending on where you're at, you may be looking at snow at this very moment. Hopefully you're not, but maybe this is your case. This is Jen Hempel, your host. I appreciate you joining me today. I figured for today we could merge the two the spring cleaning and put it together with your finances. My goal today is to help you rethink how you are organizing yourself when it comes to you getting things done with your finances. I am a big checklist person. I thrive off of checklists and if you do too this is going to be a great episode for you. And then once we do that I'm going to give you a four item checklist for your finances. There's a lot you can be doing for your finances, but let's simplify things. Let's just focus on four things and then you can focus on four other things when you get these four things done. But for now, we're going to focus on four things. That way you have a sense of accomplishment. I don't want to give you a list of 10 things to do. You already have other things to do in your life, right? So I'm just giving you four and you know me, I'm going to make it easy for you. My goal is simplicity. So are you ready? If you like what you are hearing and what we have in store for you today, make sure you don't miss the details on what I am creating for you. More on that later, but now let's get started. You are probably like me and like most any human being. We have the best, the very best intentions for our finances, for our life. You know, we want to do all these things, but life always tends to get in the way. Am I right or am I right? And it's just the fact that we have a lot going on on a daily basis and we live in a time where not only we have a lot going on in terms of work life you know there's really no sense of balance in our family and work life at least for a lot of us if you have this balance teach us teach us your ways (laughs) we have all these things going on and especially again in the world today where we're working a lot we have a lot 
going on with a family. And then you have all these messages and things like social media, all these things thrown at you and the news and everything. Your brain is on overload. So no wonder it's hard to get some things done because our brain is filled to the max. Nothing else can enter our, this brain of ours until we get something done and we can just kind of lessen the load. So organizing yourself is very, very important, but you have to evaluate how you are organizing yourself because maybe how, how you have things organized, maybe something is not working. Now for me, I'm going to share with you my experience and then hopefully this works for you. And my point with what I'm sharing is not to get you to do what I do. I'm not that type of person that I'm going to tell you, you need to do it this way. What I'm providing to you is my experience. And from that experience, you can choose, I really like what she's saying. I dig what she's saying, or you can let it go. And that's completely okay. And so for me, how I organize myself in terms of getting things done in general, it's a checklist. A checklist keeps me sane. I literally live by checklists. Look at my planner. <laughs> I love creating them. But you know what I love more? When I cross the to-dos off. Oh my goodness. It gives me this sense of accomplishment. It gives me this is just for some people. <laughs> Going on a roller coaster ride, it gives you that thrill. Well, for me, it's one of one of the ways is to cross off the to-dos on my check and checklist. I know, maybe I'm silly, but this is me. This is what you're getting. <laughs> now, sometimes I don't cross off all my to-dos. And that is when things get frustrating. And you probably have been there before. Maybe it's not crossing off something off your list. Maybe it's just not getting something done. So you need to look at how it is you're organizing yourself. What's working? What's not working? Are there some things that you can do to improve how you're organizing yourself? And I'm going to share with you what I have learned, me and my experience about checklists. One of the things that I have learned is that you need to be sure that you're very specific and clear on what needs to be done. Each item on that checklist needs to be specific and clear. Let's say you have the words or the phrase work on your budget on your checklist. So again, it's quote work on your budget unquote. What does this mean? Are you even clear on that for yourself? Is it working on revising your budget? Is it creating a new budget? Maybe it's updating a few things on your budget, or maybe this just means updating and paying the bills. You have to be clear in your own mind what exactly you are wanting to get done. Clarity is everything. And with clarity, it, you, it provides focus. And with focus, you can get things done much quicker. So working the phrase working on your budget is still broad. And I haven't been a repeat offender in this. I have big aspirations. But what ends up happening is that I create a checklist. Some of the items are still too broad and not specific enough. And then I end up getting frustrated, disappointed because I didn't get some done. I lack focus. But here's the thing. When I get specific on what is on my checklist, it is more likely to get done. And my focus and productivity is 
so much better, so much, like a hundred, a thousand percent better. So when getting specific, I mean, you also need to identify some subtasks. For example, on the same example we've been using, working on your budget. Some subtasks may be to review what you are spending in certain categories. Maybe it's updating or reviewing an app or a spreadsheet that you're using. Maybe it's updating your income if it has changed. Maybe is adding an expense that a new expense. Maybe is deleting an expense that you don't have anymore. It can be any of those things, right? And so you just need to address and identify what those subtasks are. So sometimes it's it's not just about being specific with the phrase that you use for the item that you're wanting to get done, but it's also just identifying what are those tasks within that, and that provides that clarity. There There is that saying by a man by the name of Thomas Leonard who says, clarity affords focus. And that for me rings so true time and time again. So again, you need to make sure the item on your checklist or the items on your checklist are specific and clear on what needs to get done. You have to have that clarity in your own mind. The other thing that is important is that you need to have an understanding of approximately how long that task is going to take. How long is each item on your checklist going to take? I have already confessed to you that I've been a repeat offender and I still to this day have to check myself on putting too much on my to-do list because it's a pretty broad task. Not clear and usually a big task that is unrealistic to get all of it done that day. The other part in this is that besides the clarity on the task, you need to also have an idea of how long it will take, right, to get done. And if not, you are most likely setting an unrealistic expectation of yourself. This is another area I'm a repeat offender. This is why I'm sharing with you because I have learned time and time again (laughs) the mistakes that I'm making in this. So let's say it's Monday and on that day I have literally two hours to get things done because of meetings and so forth. And then on my checklist I have prioritized my items with only three things like literally budget, creating the next episode of the podcast, and pay my estimated taxes. Let's just say those were the three items on my list. Do you see a problem with this checklist? Paying the estimated taxes is simple because my CPA has provided me the exact amount to pay. So I know it'll take five minutes. Now the budget, again, I need to be specific. So depending on what I'm intending to do, that can take from 10 minutes to an hour and then creating the next episode. Am I outlining it, brainstorming ideas only, making sure it's ready to record, depending on what that is, it can definitely take over an hour. And I share this because one, at the moment when I was preparing for this episode, it was taken over an hour in brainstorming and getting clear on what I wanted to share with you in this episode. Now you have some behind the scenes of this particular episode of how long it took me to even just prepare my ideas and what I wanted to share with you. Of course, the number of items on your checklist is going to depend on how much each item is really takes to complete. And obviously these are approximate times only. Uh, maybe on your checklist you only have one item because it takes hours to, and the rest of the items on your checklist may be things that take you 10 to 15 minutes. More items or fewer items is not necessarily better or 
or it's bad. What's important is that those items that you have on your list are doable and realistic for your day, for the time that you have to do those things in that day. Because every day is different. Some days you may have a full day of six, eight hours where you can focus on anything you want. And other days you may have 30 minutes, right? So those are things in terms of really understanding how you organize yourself. And I've shared with you as well what I've learned about checklists. So I hope you have found this helpful. Now let's get to the checklist I have created to spring clean your finances. Of course, there could be a variety of other things on here, and I just want you to focus on four things. This way you can focus approximately one thing a week, depends on what you've got going on. And the idea here is not to give you a ton to do, but to give you a few things so you can realistically complete them. The first thing on the checklist, and this doesn't have to be done in the, any particular order, you choose how you wanna get it done. The first one is to review and shred those receipts. Clean out your wallet, your kitchen drawer, wherever you stash them. Keep it simple when you review these receipts. For example, those grocery receipts, they can go, especially if that loaf of bread is already gone. Eating out too can pretty much go. Retail, just you just have to make sure you're happy with the purchase. But if it's a receipt that's been there for more than 60 days or so and you're past the point of <laughs> of refund or exchanging or taking it back, then it's gotta go, right? There's no need. Ready to transform your financial life with ease and confidence? Discover the Her Dinero Matters Money Planner, your ultimate digital tool for simplifying money management with its unique blend of psychological insights and practical budgeting tools. This planner is not just about tracking expenses, but about rewriting your money story. Whether you're aiming for big financial goals or everyday financial wellness, this planner is your personalized guide to simplify your money management and elevate your confidence. Download your copy today by visiting jenhemphill.com forward slash planner for more details and even get a sneak peek inside. Use the code REINA at checkout for 10% off. To keep it. Of course, if it is a business expense, make sure you take that photo and upload that photo to a digital file where you store all the essentials for your taxes. One thing that I do is I try to lessen the receipts that I get. Like when I fill up the car with gas, I don't get a receipt. Other than that, between you and me, though, my receipts go from my wallet into one of my drawers in my drawer jewelry armoire. Yep, that's a skeleton actually in my closet. And at this very moment, I have actually, I have those receipts that are about to overflow that drawer and I need to review them and shred them because it's literally getting out of control there. And you know who is really good at not having an overflow of receipts? It's my husband. So much so. <laughs> I'm telling on him, but I already told on me, right? It's fair. I had so much so that at times the receipt has already been disposed of before he realizes he needs to make an, a return or exchange. True story. He may be listening to this. So if so, I love you. I really do. <laughs> now, there is definitely a fine line as to what to keep and then making sure you shred in a timely manner. So there is 
just doesn't get out of hand like my secret stash and my jewelry are more are more that I confess to. So when you think about how long is this going to take you, because bottom line, you want to make sure that you know how long it's going to take you. I would give yourself, depending on how many receipts, give yourself an hour and you might be done in five minutes. I don't know. just give yourself an hour where you review, you just review really quickly and shred and get rid of those receipts that you don't need. And again, it may not take long. It all depends on how many receipts you have accumulated. So just to be conservative, give yourself an hour. Another part of this uh, checklist, uh, the item number two is if you have already filed or about to file your taxes, are you receiving a tax refund? If so, consider adjusting your withholding. Remember that when you receive a tax refund, it really means that you overpaid in taxes. I know that a lot of us love getting refunds because it just instantly boosts our emergency savings, our bank account. You can pay off some debt. You can make a bigger purchase. You can take a vacation, whatever it may be. But think about this. Consider this. What could you have done with that extra money throughout the year? Think of what it would have done for you in your investment or even in a high yield savings account. Of course, consult a tax professional. I have linked up though a resource so you can learn more about tax withholding in the show notes. Now, when you think about how long this item on your checklist will take to complete, it can be as simple as contacting your CPA or if your taxes are simple, the resource I'm linking up in the show notes may be all you need. So that's the second item on the checklist. The third item is to review your credit report and make sure there aren't any errors. And how do you do that? You can go to annualcreditreport.com and request it from one of the three main credit bureaus. And those three main credit bureaus are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. You can also mark it on your calendar to do it again every three months, I should say. So you essentially are monitoring your credit quarterly for free. And you have heard of those services where they monitor your credit. You can do it for free in this very way. Again, it's requesting your credit report because you, by law, you are able to get one credit report per each of the main credit bureaus. So that's three credit reports in one year. And if you don't get them all at once, if you get one in January and then one several months later and so forth, you're essentially just getting them throughout the year. You can monitor what's going on with your credit report quarterly for free. Now, maybe you are wondering if you can request your credit report with an ITIN or ETIN number. The answer is yes. Each credit bureau though, just be aware each credit bureau is a little different as to what they're requesting and some will want you to send it via mail the request all that good stuff so what i have done is i have linked in the show notes the exact details of what you need to request or what each credit bureau will need for from you when you request it Okay, so I'm going to link that up. And when it comes to this, the time it takes, it really could be the most time consuming depending on if this is your first time reviewing your credit report. The first time you review a credit report, it's 
something that is new, you don't know what, you know, what's going on, what does this mean? But once you have an understanding of what a credit report has and what those areas are, it goes so much quicker. So if you haven't reviewed your credit report and this is going to be your first time, there is a good video that my FICO has done, um, which includes, you know, what to look for in the credit report and what it means, right? So you have an understanding and I'm going to link that up in the show notes as well. Of course, if you have done this time and time again, it's not going to take long. What will take long is if you have items on there, if you find discrepancies that you need to dispute. So I am including a resource as well in the show notes on how you can dispute those errors if that is the case for you. So that's the item number three of the checklist. Item number four is to review those subscriptions. So with this, this should be pretty simple. Unless you have a lot of credit cards, it could take a while. But if you are just charging those subscriptions to maybe one credit card or maybe it's through a debit card and a credit card, just take out those statements and look through for those recurring charges. Maybe there, when you do that, you find that you were trying something that gave you a trial subscription and you just forgot about it. Or maybe you've been paying for something that you haven't been using and it's time to cancel it. Or maybe life has changed and maybe you've stopped using something that you were paying for. So it shouldn't take long to complete. It's just a quick, simple review of your statements and just being honest with yourself on what you really need and, and want and that's all it takes and canceling what you are getting rid of won't take long. So let's be conservative and for these things, just 30 minutes or so of your time should uh, do it. Now that I have provided these four items for your checklist for the month of April uh, or to help you spring, it can be done at any time, but this is just the theme is to sprinkling your finances. It's now time, you know, it's really up to you to complete them. So look at your calendar, schedule a day and a time that you will focus on it and commit to it. It's just four items. Some of the items will take a little more time than others, but look at your calendar and see when you can fit those in when you have some clear time to focus on those things and if your schedule is really busy i've put four items so think about one item a week when do you have time to really focus on those on each item okay also to help you prioritize and make it more important for you think about ask yourself how important is it completing these items maybe for you uh, you've recently reviewed your your recurring subscriptions right and you've taken care of that or you your receipts you're good like you you're pretty good at clearing out your receipts on a weekly basis so maybe it's not as important to you but for those of you that those four items that we discussed is something that you identify is something you need to work on how important is it to complete this checklist what will getting these items done do for you and your household finances so you want to understand this for yourself and see is it going to move up when you ask yourself those questions is it going to move up on your priority list 
list and it is important it will and if you you really identify and prioritize that it's gonna be more likely that you will get get it done because that's just what happens when things become really important we focus on those and we get those done of course the reality is that these four items <laughs> are definitely not the only things of your finances that you need to maintain and improve your situation I, but i am of the mindset that you can set some time each month to improve and make some progress and doing something even though it maybe just seem minimal maybe for you you're really good unlike me <laughs> on clearing out those receipts and it just maybe seem minimal but it makes a bigger impact because you don't have that clutter <laughs> with the receipts right it makes a bigger impact than you think so think about those things that maybe you're not uh, getting done and think about what how what that will do to for your household finances it really is about setting intention creating habits and staying in action uh, with your finances so today we really looked what we did today we learned about the power of checklists and how to improve especially if you're someone like me that loves loves their checklist we identified some things that could help you use them in a more effective manner I also shared with you four items just four items no more uh, for your checklist uh, that you can work on to spring clean your finances as well as what to consider I also provided links in the show notes of resources to help you and of course I confessed and and let you know I'm a human being <laughs> just like you I don't have it all perfect my hopes are that in doing this episode you definitely take some action on the four items we discussed and if you found this episode valuable and are wishing you know what this would be super cool to receive these simple to follow checklists straight to the inbox especially for those things that you intended to do or have been intending to do or the things that you you know you know you should do right uh, I definitely have got your back sometimes all we need is a reminder and encouragement especially for those items like maybe you need to update a wet your will and you haven't done that it's you've had a life change and you have been intending to you but it never it hasn't gotten done or maybe you haven't checked your credit report in five years or maybe you know you've been paying the same insurance uh, your car insurance for years and you've never looked to see if you could get a better rate elsewhere so these are just reminders of things that you could be doing and you can learn more on how I can help what I'm creating for you and you can go over at jenhempill.com forward slash checklist that is jenhempill.com forward slash checklist so you can learn more there on what is included and how it can exactly help you recently we received a new review and as always I like to highlight whenever I can I like to highlight you because you make this podcast possible I don't like to be talking here on my on the microphone to myself even though I am currently at this moment but I know <laughs> once this is edited and out and published that you will be listening 
listening to it. And I appreciate you always listening and supporting those podcasts. And recently, we received a review that I want to highlight from Ariana. And I really appreciate it. She gave us a five-star review. And she says, me encanta. I really, which means just in case, I love it. I really love Jen's podcast. I'm a chronic spender. I have no clue what I'm doing with my money. Well, but I'm hoping you do <laughs> with the help of this podcast. And I've been looking for a podcast to help me out. Jen is encouraging, intelligent, and I have learned a lot about myself and the world of finances. I also love the bilingual Latina perspective. Gracias, Jen. And gracias a ti, Ariana, for listening and for supporting this podcast and for providing this review. Next week, you're going to meet Patricia. She is really has an incredible story of the power of what can happen when we have a vision of what's possible, no matter what limitations we may think we have, because sometimes we limit ourselves more. And if we take away those limitations, so many things, the world really just opens up for us. So just stay tuned for that story because it is powerful. Bueno, pues that is everything. Thank you for taking time to check out today's episode. Check out our show notes, especially since we have a ton of resources today over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 347. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 347. Remember that being the reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.